Hey everybody, I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits U.S. and U.K. comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. I forgot to write an intro. We'll come back to that later. <laughs> <You're> li- <laughs> or maybe we won't. You're listening to International Waters. for the country whose healthcare system is the world's envy and whose dentistry is the world's amusement. From the Made of Human podcast, she's Edinburgh award-winning stand-up Sophie Hagen. Sophie, welcome. Hello. You're brand new to the show, and yes. you're kind of newish to England? Newish, four years. Okay. Yeah. You have a, you have a bewitching accent. Where are you from? Th- thank, thank you, I think. Yes. Yeah. I'm, from, uh, I'm from Denmark. Oh. Ooh. That's exciting. Uh, Any sure. relation to Nina Hagen? I, she's German, and I wish. Okay, <laughs> but I mean, you can still be related to her, even though you're not from the same country, right? Like, that is very your true. Families could have moved. <clears throat> I met I met one other person called Hagen, uh, which was her last name, and I said, "Are we related?" And she said, "I don't know. Are you related to the famous uh, famous actor Paul Hagen or the serial killer?" And I asked my mom, and I'm not related to the actor. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Okay. Uh, so. All right, we we'll move on. From that <laughs> Uh, welcome. Also playing for Team UK from the sketch troupe, the Penny Dreadfuls, and Radio 4's Tom Tuck. Goes straight to video. It's Tom Tuck. Welcome back. It's, it was technically straight to DVD, but thank you. <laughs> oh, Tom Tuck goes straight to DVD. Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. Straight to streaming probably right now. Yes, yeah. No. Uh, so uh, what's new in your life since the last time you've been here? Very little. Very yeah. little, just bumbling along as usual. Okay. I can dig it. Uh, okay, so Team UK, I'm going to need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time. Well, because it was a, a shared nation, yeah. um, Denmark and England have um, uh-huh. one thing in common, I think, Do particularly. We? Bacon. Yeah. Bacon? Uh, I'd take offence. You th- Do you think you have... We buy a lot of Danish bacon. Oh, do you? Yeah. Where do you keep it? Because I've the tasted fridge. yours and it's not... It's not the same bacon, but okay. Jesus, this is controversial. This is very, I'm very insulted. I'm good. Oh. International <laughs> tension. I'm going to run out. Uh, okay, do you want us to shout bacon then? Is that our thing? I know, what would you rather? No, no, we can go with bacon. I'll just shout it angrily. Sure. Okay. And I'll shout it happily. Team UK slash Denmark's word is reluctant bacon. Uh, okay, playing for the nation that's as concerned about Walking Dead spoilers as it is about the actual apocalyptic election looming. That's USA. Uh... That's accurate. He's a writer for Playboy.com. It's a delight to have him here. Rob Fee. Hi. Hi. We've been internet pals for a good long time. So I? long. Yeah. And I think this is the first time we've actually met in person. Actually, we've met before. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, Don't do bit. that to this me. This Don't do that to me. We were talking before we went on the air about like the casual cruelty of nice to see you. Because mm-hmm. yeah. we all know what you're doing when somebody says nice to see you. Yeah, you're trying to figure out if you've it's already like, met. Before. Yeah. But the thing is, like when somebody says that to me, I'm also trying to figure that out. So right. let's just be let's just be upfront with it. I don't know most people's names. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm terrible with that shit. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy. There's a friend of a friend who I just who I've introduced myself to literally every time I've met him. Who is it? Uh, I don't know. But it's like he's he's like our mutual friend. Like he'll just be like, oh, and the, and the guy will be standing next to him. I'm like, hi, I'm Dave. And he's like, we've literally met like three dozen times. So it got to be such a thing that I ran into our mutual friend. And I was like, where's that guy I can never remember? 
that guy I can never remember was standing right <laughs> next to him, like right in front of me. He was like, it's me. I just, I'm face blind to him. I don't know. It's very weird. Anyway, welcome, Rob V. Thank you. Whether this is the first or the hundredth time we've met, welcome. Uh, also playing for Team U.S. from the Everything's Coming Up podcast, it's Julia Prescott. What's going on here? Hi. Uh, okay, Team U.S., what's your buzz in word? Ooh, uh, what represents our nation at yeah. this time? Um, I, was... I mean, what do you think? You I say Trump, idea, but... no, 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 I was going to no. say David S. Pumpkins, but that is gonna... a very hard thing to shout it is. as a buzzer. I was going to say Taylor Swift. Ooh, why, why Taylor Swift? Well, because she's uh, loved and terrible. At the same time, mm-hmm. and I think that sums up a lot of us. Yeah, but, absolutely. Well, I was going to say, off of Taylor Swift, right. um, Yeezy just had a concert uh, recently you, in this you great said nation. Yeezy so unconvincingly, Julie. Yeezy. <laughs> I, have to tell you. I, I just, don't know if it we. It feels it's not it does, it's not natural coming out of my mouth. It's not natural <laughs> coming out of mine either. That may be the but worst buzzword. I, I agree. It's, it's a bad buzzword. I'm not. We're going to sound ridiculous. Yell at that. Get it together. What's your fucking buzzword? Oh God, what are we doing? You Yeezy. Okay. Kind of do Yeezy. Okay. Yeah. We'll do. Yeah. We'll do. I feel like yeah. It's, the more you do it, the more natural. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's better than it'll just it'll just be vaguely off. Yeah. It's I mean. better than Davis pumpkins. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which will be. I Which mean, was like funny-ish. It, it, was it? Was it? Oh, funny? you're on that side of yeah, it. I mean, it was like fine. Fun. The music, I think, really made it. The music did make it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're gonna start the show with a pop culture warm up. We like to call "What's the Story." You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, imagine the faces of the Justin Bieber fans at his concert in Manchester, England, when he told them off for screaming and called them obnoxious. That happened. He called his own fans obnoxious for being his fans. I'm surprised he knows that word. Oh, I did. <laughs> you dropped the mic been, and left the stage for ten it. minutes. <laughs> oh, dropped the mic right. and left the stage. What a fucking asshole! Literally everything he does, he'll be our president. I know. He will. I know. Uh, buzzing, read the buzzing words when you know the answer. Question number one: U.S. election news. Yes, I know. We're sick of it too. But choir. This is the last show before the vote, so we're going to preach to you one last time, then it'll be over. Okay? Cool. Uh, Crazy promises have proven to be key in the run-up to this election, but pop icon and hashtag unapologetic bitch Madonna took it one step further by promising anyone who voted for Hillary what? She promised them a specific thing. Yeezy. Yeah. That she was going to blow them? That is correct. At a recent concert in Madison Square Garden, when she was opening for Amy Schumer, which I don't understand. Yeah. uh, The pop legend and Instagram emoji abuser pledged to uh, any flip-flopping voters in her audience, quote, if you vote for Hillary Clinton, I will give you a blowjob. Okay? I'm I'm really good. I'm not a douche, and I'm not a tool. I take my time. I have a lot of eye contact, and I do swallow. Oh, my God. Uh, she did not elaborate on what she would do for ladies. Yeah, yeah, right. Who uh, right. have not quite figured it out. Maybe there are just none of them. Um, I also, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit more uh, upset at the idea of lots of eye contact, <laughs> like because that's kind of there could yeah. be too much she of said, that. She said lots of, I don't, lots of eye contact. Listen, I don't have a penis, but okay. if I did, I don't think that, but... that I don't think that eye contact would enhance that experience. I think yeah. that it would actually be a detriment mm-hmm. to my overall pleasure. Here's my feeling about it. Um, a little bit is great. It is. It's like <laughs> when people use your name when they're talking to you, yeah, Julia. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? Hey, Ju- Julie, let me tell you something, hey, listen, Julia. Dave, it's yes, like once I'm or listening. twice. It's like okay, yeah, that's great. You're making a connection. But if you do it a thousand times, it's, it's like, like what's wrong with you? You're making a point, and I don't understand what you're that trying, point is. Yeah, you're trying to do something. Are you to me. looking for a parade of yeah. some sort? What you read this in a on? book, or you heard it from Tony Robbins, yeah. or something. I like to make eye contact, but then wink like a lot, like no! yeah, I do, like. 
I yeah. do, but with the other eye. I like and my blowjobs. Keep, just keep one yeah. hand free for the for yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a pistol. Yeah. I like my blowjobs to tell a story, and that story is an episode of Stranger Things. <laughs> okay, great, great. You're in the upside down. Uh, UK, let's talk about blowjob uh, uh, etiquette. Are there things that you guys do over there that we should know about? Well, I don't. I don't keep eye contact to get him hot. I do it to make sure he doesn't fall asleep again. That's true. Yeah. That's smart. That's smart. For a bonus point, let's continue to needlessly sex up this final push of election fever with some politically themed pickup lines or chat up lines if you're if you're British. Like, are you Florida? Because I'd really like to see your hanging chads. <laughs> that kind of thing. That's great. Reluctant bacon. I, I would like to send you a number of photos and so disgusting you will need a separate email server. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that a lot. That's a five pointer. What about uh that went deep. What about uh, are you the EU? Because I'd like to stay inside of you forever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like that one too. Uh, but, uh, uh, I'd like to see that dress fall off your shoulders just as the notion of truth has fallen away completely from political discourse. So you can see it's tits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That was poetry. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was Tom. really good. I don't even know if that was a joke as much as just a very well-written, beautiful... Sp- I was moved. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of want to go home with him. Like, I would make eye contact. Right yeah. Now. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll change all, all of how you feel about me by the next one. Okay. And um, okay. I'm going to need <laughs> some Tic Tacs because I'm going to assault you. You know what? I'd still hit it. I'd still hit it, Rob. I, after I that, like the brutal honesty. You yeah. know, it's so hard to get to the point in uh, in bar banter. Yeah, it is. that's it pretty is. beautiful. Mm-hmm. That was that was elegant. Mm-hmm. Team US, anything? Um, Turn me on. Uh, uh, Yeezy. Uh, let's make like Hillary's personal email servers and go off the grid, baby. Nope. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. more. That's more like. It's more like an invitation for an invitation. A, like a, a road like, trip. I think that's a yeah. Groupon ad. That is yeah. a Groupon yeah. ad. You're right. You know what? I'm always thinking about the business angle of these things. <laughs> Rob, you got to scale it up. Writer for Playboy.com. Give me a fucking oh, yeah. Line. Uh, <laughs> I'm intrigued. I feel all the ones. All the ones I'm thinking of are just. Uh, I are so inappropriate and just not. <laughs> There's like I don't like I don't want to I don't want it connected here. I don't want it connected to my life. Ooh, anyway, I got one. You have one? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna make love to you like Paul Ryan's loyalty to Trump. I'm gonna go in, go out, go in, go out, baby. <laughs> oh, okay. There it is. There it is. I like that. That's a point. I like that. We're moving on. Question number two. Tangled up in news. Uh, the Nobel Prize Committee is completely flummoxed right now because they have been completely unable to award Bob Dylan his prize money for his recently announced and controversial Nobel Prize for Literature. Why can't they do it? Um, reluctant Bacon? He's he's uh, not said whether he's going to turn up to the ceremony or not. He put something on his website and then, it, well, and then took it off immediately. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. They can't find him. They're already taking some heat for uh, awarding the Literature Prize to a musician, but the Nobel Academy is also looking a little embarrassed because Dylan has yet to publicly acknowledge the award or even respond to any attempts to contact him. Uh, if he doesn't accept the award and give a lecture or even a concert in the next six months, he will forfeit the prize money associated with the award, a sum that translates to around $930,000 really? in, in American dollars. Oh uh, but really, God. isn't fucking off and ignoring the Nobel Prize pretty much the most Bob Dylan thing that Bob Dylan really could actually is. do? Yeah. Where, does, where does the money from that come from? I don't know. Who raises that money? 
Though, I mean, this will open it up to a great Aaron Sorkin TV show about yeah. the stressful offices of oh, the Nobel God. Prize. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they would just be so stressed out over, yeah. you know, like betting it all on this one person yeah. who is telling them to fuck off. And then yeah. at the end of the speech, he looks in the crowd and Bob Dylan's sitting there and just tips his hat and walks out. The no! <laughs> yeah, I love it. Oh, yeah. uh, I think the money comes from the Nobel family and he made his money from uh, munitions. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, I think it was just He well, invented dynamite. Uh, yeah, he invented dynamite. Hmm. Oh, it's, it's, it's almost as if they, they gave it to him just so they could meet him, uh, only they didn't realise it's Bob Dylan, a right. man who turns up <laughs> in the 60s to uh, press conferences holding a massive light bulb. <laughs> uh, you know, the, if, if he forfeits it, it should go to the soy bomb guy. Oh. I feel like he could use that money. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really do. Uh, for a bonus <laughs> point, guess, tell us about a time you said no to something that was a huge big deal. Reluctant bacon? Yeah. I, uh, I once refused a pint in 2009. What? <laughs> I'm going to need to know everything about that. I think he just needs to know everything about Tom, which is that, that that's a big deal for Tom. No, I understand. It's a big deal. Good morning, me. L.A. <laughs> Good morning, UK. Good evening, UK. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I guess that's really, we're not, we here in the U.S. are not one to turn down big things. I certainly won't. No. I, I don't. I wouldn't turn down small things. I think I have Yeezus. Yeah. Yeezy or Yeezus. Yeezus. I like Yeezus. You were doing I about. think Yeezus is also part of the Yeezy It's in the vocab. family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, uh, oh, this one's, whatever. I was uh, supposed to write for Bill Maher and told them no because really? I hate Bill Maher so much. He's, <laughs> he's trash. And I, and at the time I was, at the time I was working like yeah. a terrible job that I could have used the money. But sure. it, I had that moment where I was like, do you want to just sell your soul or do you want to not work for Bill Maher? And I was like, so long, Bill Maher, we're not doing it. Yeah. I felt really good about that. Yeah. I was supposed to be on Politically Incorrect just before it got canceled. Oh, really? Oh, wow. like, I had my interview where you have to like argue with a producer like right. two weeks before September 11th. And I was supposed to go on. And, and I was like, I, I hope I don't get this because I also hate Bill Maher. <laughs> and I was just like, and, and I just thought I would look like an asshole and I might flip out. And just mm-hmm. call him a douche. That would have been great. It would have been, been great TV. Uh, I just declined a blowjob for Madonna. I was just like, <laughs> okay. you know, I'm already voting for Hillary, if, so this is a real waste yeah. on me. I don't know. Yeah, save that and, eye contact for somebody else. Yeah, if Bill Maher listens to this, I'll take the money. Yeah, we're, we're, we're game, Bill Maher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh, great. We'll do it. All right, shall we move on? Let's. Question number three, Brits travel poorly, part 9003 news. The London Underground Network has withstood fires, strikes, terrorist attacks, but nothing has angered London commuters more than a social campaign that encourages people to do what on the tube? Uh, bacon, bacon, bacon. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> is it the, the, the where we the, we have to speak to each other? Yes, chat. Oh, the answer funny. is chat. Oh. The tube chat badge or button was created by Jonathan Dunn, an American. No fucking shit, an American. <laughs> uh, a visitor to the uh, British capital who thought he could cheer up the infamously Dower Railway network by handing out unofficial badges <laughs> that read tube chat? With a leaflet that encouraged <laughs> eye contact and blowjobs and small talk. Uh, Dunn said that he thought it would be way more fun an idea than it was uh, in execution. And he said about 80% of people thought it was uh, terrible, the worst idea. So wait, that people wore a badge yeah, and it like, said, talk? hi, I'm here to talk? Yeah, let's talk. Has that ever worked in I any? Have so. we learned nothing from hippies with free hugs? <laughs> Have we learned nothing? Apparently not. Because if that's the quickest way, I mean, seriously, nobody. I will. There's a 20 foot barricade around people with free hug signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care yeah. if you're a quirky 15 year old or you're some 50 year old hippie. Get out of my face. Yeah. 
I, I want to be alone. Yes, on we this just moved into a badge. Lonely planet. I don't want to. I don't no, want that badge. No, and if it's your job, what are you doing? What steps led you to that right. job? You didn't earn that badge. <laughs> All right, Why you do know we what? hate kindness so much? <laughs> on this tip, what would your if you had a tube or a subway badge, just to to like project to the world your innermost thoughts? What would it say? Mine would say. Uh, are you cruising me or do you recognize me from TV? Oh, you know what I mean? Because sometimes somebody makes eye contact and it's yeah. like, is something happening here? <laughs> are or you are you just like, oh, there's the guy from the thing? That's something yeah. very unique to you, Dave. It is. It is. That's why it would be a I unique love badge. It. I love it. Anyone? Mine would be, hey, girl, I saw that too. It, it's, you know, that <laughs> look that you have with a stranger in like yes. a supermarket or a subway or something. Somebody does something crazy and you have that lock in stare with yep. someone else and you're like, hey, girl, I saw that too. Mm-hmm. We're not laughing about it, but we are on the inside. It's like how you become that. best friends with someone. If, if a cashier is terrible, yeah. you all in the line become best friends and you're like, can you believe Can this? You believe like, you're all joined yeah, together by the hatred. Love that. Can you believe this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that moment. Mm-hmm. I love that moment. Yeah, it's, it's just so such good. camaraderie. Yeah. It makes me believe that human beings are inherently good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It absolutely. Yeah. Like, in its clearest, most pure we way. We all want to yes. connect mm-hmm. and make eye contact and <laughs> put our mouths on each other. Anyone else? I just want the answer, uh, the question, the, I want the, the question that I would have asked every other man on the tube, which is, Dad? pretty good oh I like that I like that a lot anyone else going once going twice moving on after round one the scores are as follows the UK has eight the US has five step it up up. US (laughs) we'll be right back with round two after this short break do you live in the fictional city of Chicago do you love amazing podcasts like Max Fund's own Lady to Lady, Minority Corner, and Bullseye? Do you enjoy insightful interviews with talented actors and comedians like Dwayne Kennedy and Andre Royo? Don't miss your chance to be part of podcast history by attending the first ever Chicago Podcast Festival. Lady to Lady and Bullseye take the stage on November 17th, and Minority Corner performs on November 18th. Tickets are on sale right now. Visit MaximumFun.org for more information and to grab your ticket today. Right now. Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for the USA are Rob Fee and Julia Prescott. Playing for the UK, Sophie Hagen and Tom Tuck. Now it's time for a round we're calling Pop Goes the Leader. Ooh. So this is our last show before the season finale of the nightmare that is the <laughs> presidential election. So let's soothe our wounds with a round on the musical faux pas of our political leaders. Pop and politicians go together like a horse and a hand grenade, yet that never seems to stop politicians from making painfully awkward choices about the music they want affiliated with their campaigns. No need to buzz in in this round. You will take it in turns. Here we go. Team UK slash Denmark slash bacon. I'm going to read you some pop lyrics, and I'd like you to tell me what song, beloved by U.S. politicians on the campaign trail, I am quoting. Here are the lyrics. Down in the shadow of the penitentiary, out by the gas fires of the born refinery. Born in the USA. That is correct, Tom Tuck. It is born in the USA uh, um, by Bruce when, Springsteen. Was it, uh, sent, sent to shoot the yellow man is the, is, the, is the worst one in that. Sent to, yeah, sent me off to a foreign land to go and kill the yellow man. Yeah. Uh, nobody knows the verses, except for Tom Tuck, apparently, and <laughs> himself, uh, which is why it's been used uh, by politicians from Ronald Reagan to Pat Buchanan to Bob Dole to Bur- even Barack Obama on the campaign trail. 
despite its bummer as fuck anti-military message. Uh, Springsteen himself <laughs> says the song is about, uh, quote, a working class man in the midst of a spiritual crisis. He's isolated from the government, isolated from his family to the point where nothing makes sense. Fun, fun, fun. Ooh. What a great song for your campaign. Very and also, Born and in the USA. Also, yeah. the title is, it's not like he's talking about how great it is. He's just yeah. like, yeah, I was born here. I was born here. No, it's not great. Just yeah. that happens to be the geographic location yeah. where I was conceived. It's born in the USA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make it great. Yeah, it doesn't at all. But doesn't that Fucking speak to, me. like, the general dad culture that is, like, American politicians where yes. they're not really listening to the lyrics? They're At just, all, like, ever. Right. Sort of caveman rocking it, like, this has an upbeat tone, so, yeah, let's just go for it. Yeah, it says USA. It's a thing where, like, they could be saying anything at a concert, but they're like, Cleveland, and people are like, that's where I live, yeah, Cleveland. Yeah. I never get that. The first concert I ever went to. Uh, it was Duran Duran in 1984, Ooh, Seven nice. in the Ragged nice Tiger pick. Tour. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was pretty fucking great. And uh, and they were like, the, before they played Cracks in the Pavement, Simon Le Bon was like, I was walking down Market Street yep. today. Yep. And people went, ah! like yep. it was, it, That was the loudest shriek of the night because it was like, I know that street. I've walked down that street too. I'm in Duran Duran. Mm-hmm. All right. And by the way, no, he didn't. Wait, that, uh, is that the first concert? That's it, a fantastic oh, first concert. Such a great first yeah. concert. Such a great first concert. Oh, my God. Mine, why, yeah, yeah, mine, yeah, was, yeah, mine was DC it. Talk. Remember oh, that? Oh, I see, I bet. the Christian band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine was Save Ferris and Lit. Oh. And Lit that fucking is killed. I bet they, they did. fucking killed. You know, they only had two hits at the time, and they were great. Uh, mine was Ocean, uh, Ocean Color Scene. Oh, God, yeah. Ooh. That's fantastic. What year? <laughs> um, Mid-90s. I can't remember what year. Jeez Louise. Sophie. Sophie. What weird Danish Was it Michael Learns to Rock? No, it was worse. It was Shaken Stevens. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it was. <laughs> With my first boyfriend, and we totally made out. Oh, gross. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> you guys kissed. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah. my God. I love oh, the difference love between that. making out and totally making out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a big difference. The urgency to it. Yeah. yeah. And, and for Shaken Stevens, who was probably, what, in his 50s then? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, All right. Team US, question number two is for you. Politicians often claim to like popular rock combos in order to appear cool or fleek or nang, which can't be a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this can have its own problems. Former UK Prime Minister and shiny ham man David Cameron was asked by the founder of which, or one of the founders of which UK band, to withdraw his professed fandom with a tweet that read, David Cameron, stop saying that you like blank. No, you don't. I forbid you to like it. Was it the Spice Girls, the Rolling Stones, the Smiths, or the Beatles? Uh, Yeezy. Oh, I guess we don't have to yeah, buzz in. Uh, but it's it's fun to hear you say Yeezy, and it is. Ye- it's becoming, Yeezy. Yeah. Um, it's like your mom saying it. Um, <laughs> what, do you have anything? I don't. I, I'm like I feel like I just Spice Girls, but I just want to talk about Spice. Girls. I know. Girls. I feel like it's the Spice <laughs> we Girls too. We can talk about the Spice Girls. Okay, is it the Spice Girls? Well, no, it's the Smiths. But Damn. we can talk about the Spice Girls. Oh, you know like. what? The Smiths does make a little bit more yeah. sense. Yeah. They are cooler. They're but yeah, cooler. let's talk about the Spice Girls. Yeah, I, don't, I just I don't watched feel... Spice World yesterday <gasps> for the first time. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, it was oh on uh, MTV Classic, and I needed a nap, and it was yes. like, okay, well, this is on. <laughs> it's and a, I, I yeah. drifted in and out of it. So let me ask you a question. Meatloaf is in that movie. Yes, he is. He's a bus driver. How how do you? What's your rank? 
ranking of the Spice Girls. Okay, I'm this glad you a asked. Very important question. I'm glad you asked. Um, I've, I've drawn like I've had this conversation where I had charts and mm-hmm. like Ooh. I look like Jack trying to find his way back to the island on Lost. Like, yeah, it was perfect. just very elaborate. Uh, Sporty's on top. Sporty is <laughs> for on me top. too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, she's got a she's yeah. got a, a voice that has character. That's me Absolutely. too. Um, uh, Jerry. Is is just underneath. I like her uh-huh. a lot. I like uh-huh. that she that she went astray for a while. I'm going to need back. you to call her by her spice. It's ginger, ginger spice, spice, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Although was she at some point sexy spice at the beginning and then they changed it? Yes, there was some yeah. changes yeah. that okay. happened. Okay. Yeah. Um. Then let's see. I guess I guess I would put um, Posh right in the middle because she never like smiles. Right on line. Really? With it. Yes. I knew I was is... gonna, we were going to hit it off mm. once we met in person, unless this unless we already have. <laughs> uh, scary baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly how it goes. I mm-hmm. would go. That's I would definitely right go answer. sporty. I mean, that is absolute but... bullshit. Okay, well, we'll get to you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I would go sporty, but Our then scary because oh. I really like her confidence, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, she seems to be in control of the character of Scary Spice. Sure, she likes and then I would kick. go ginger, and then baby, and then posh last. Actually, really, really, yeah, because she's never seemed like she wanted to be in the Spice Girls. It's true. Yeah, she's always seemed like one one foot out the door. But isn't yeah. that a very posh thing to do? You're right. See, that's the paradox. Yeah. yeah. All right, Tom, <laughs> your thoughts? Ginger baby, sporty, scary, posh. Posh is nowhere near posh. Neither am I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, like she's actually not like she's not even she's not a, a Sloan Ranger or whatever the fuck, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Where's she from? What's the difference? Uh, well, she's um, southern. She's low, lower middle. Okay. So she <laughs> aspires. Enough. I'm troubled She's by you. She's putting on air spice. <laughs> I'm troubled by baby being number two in your rankings. That is. Did you have our first few singles? They weren't bad. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't really get into any of their solo stuff. No. Although Sporty now has a new solo single out, and it's Ooh, great. Ooh, I bet. She's the best. Ever since my trip to London, I've been listening to BBC Radio 1 and 2 on my uh, Amazon Echo. Ooh. And, uh, and I don't like Simon Mayo, and yet I listen to him anyway. Uh, Sophie, your rankings. <laughs> Uh, I don't have any rankings because I have uh, friends, and also I was, uh, <laughs> Ooh, I was way more. I was into boy bands, so I was busy ranking, you know, Backstreet Boys and Five and O Town, and okay. Westlife. And who... Westlife, but I just didn't assume the Americans knew about Westlife. Oh, we know. Westlife. Oh, we know. Do you? Are you kidding? Yeah. They they had that joking? one song, I think. Yeah. No, no, no. Wasn't it like? Is it Swear It Again? Is that Westlife? I can, I'm I'm touched to my core that you know that. So they wanted to break America, and they never could, and they're very, they're still very sad about that. So this means yeah. a lot to them, I'm sure. Is that the one with Brian McFadden? Yes, he left. Okay. On and, 10, and now he hosts. Uh, <laughs> he hosts a terrible daytime show uh, called like Guess Who's Coming to Dinner or Who's Doing the Dishes or something like that that I watched who's on a treadmill. Who's Doing the Dishes? It's really. I think it actually is That's actually incredible. called Who's Doing the yeah, Dishes. It is it's incredible. You know what? I know. Like we would make fun of. Teen girls for going nuts at those concerts. Yeah. I had uh, on one of my live shows. I had actually Parker Angel from O Town. Yeah, and Ooh. I was like, "You have to sing." I was like, "You have to sing All or Nothing." When I was on there, he sang in rehearsal for it, and I was like, "This the whole <laughs> time." I bet like, you were. It, I was. I've never been so excited for anything I mean, in yeah. my entire life. And also, never underestimate like when somebody just blasts everybody backstreets back. Mm-hmm. Oh, it oh, yeah. awakens something oh, yes, in you. Absolutely. There's something a reason primal. why yeah. they climb to the top of the charts. Yeah, yeah. you so cannot so deny so rate, that. So, rate the Backstreet Boys. Rank the Backstreet Boys. 
Can I write Westlav instead? I don't uh, the we names. don't know them as well. <laughs> well, you know, Brian you can just say five you names. Can make up names. Key and Egan is that oh, one? I, oh, I know the names: Shane Filing, Key and Egan, Mark Feely, Shane, uh, Nikki Byrne. Who am I losing? Brian McFadden. Uh, I don't in know. In that order. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, your mentions are, are ruined for the next <laughs> few days. You're going to hear from some uh, some boy band fans. Oh, who they disagree. can fucking bring it on. I'm so. <laughs> well, <all> Ooh, <laughs> I like that fire. <laughs> yes, it was the Smiths. Johnny Marr, founder of the Smiths, banned Cameron from liking his band's music in an angry tweet. Cameron has a, a pretty rough problem with uh, quoting Smiths lyrics in Parliament. Let's take a listen. I certainly do everything I can to stand up for Bristol. I was interested that the Labour Party's favourite Smith song is There Is A Light That Never Goes Out because it actually involves a double suicide. I think the lyrics are, if a double-decker bus crashes into us, there's no finer way than by your side. I think, I think I'm right oh, in saying God. I'm not no, sure no. that's wholly reassuring to the front Shut up, bench. shut, fact, shut up, shut up. He got it wrong, he got it wrong as well. He got it wrong. Yeah. He had it all printed out in front of him and he got it wrong. I've, of course, done that a half a dozen times during this show, but whatever. <laughs> Fuck I'm, not the, I'm not the prime minister. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, David Cameron's favorite Smith song is, of course, Pig Mouth Strikes Again. Yeah. Do you get it? Yeah. <laughs> Does he put his dick in a pig's mouth? <laughs> uh, also, here's a fun fact. Uh, Radiohead's Tom York also promised to sue the living shit out of Cameron if he used their music in any conservative election campaigning. So there it is. <laughs> All right. Team Europe. Question number three is for you. Uh, while not quite as half-assed as Donald Trump appealing to black voters by asking, what have you got to lose? Which is a real thing <laughs> that he has done many, many times. Uh, a former U.S. presidential candidate did make this ABBA classic an unofficial song of his campaign. That was, of course, ABBA, take a chance on me. Uh, take a chance on us and let us know uh, which campaign it was. Was it A, the failed 1980 re-election attempt of Jimmy Carter? Was it B, the 2000 Green Party candidate Ralph Nader? Was it C, 2008 Republican nominee John McCain? Or was it D, 2016's Democratic primary candidate Bernie Sanders? Jimmy Carter, Ralph Nader, John McCain, or Bernie Sanders? Mm-hmm. It's got to be Jimmy Carter, right? It was actually John McCain. Oh, it was, actually, it was one of, was one of many guess. questionable I decisions. I just he made assumed a Republican would never do something that gay. Yeah, yeah. They, they they are dancing on the edge of gayness at all times without knowing. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing instills less confidence than a theme song that's like, why not? That's why I thought third party candidate. Like, listen, we all know how this works. I'm just here for show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's. Uh, but we're gonna have some fun with this song. Oh. You can do better. I let my nephew pick it. (laughs) (laughs) Their campaign should have been called. He just left the eye. I just just want Trevor to like me. (laughs) Trevor, who uh, who's like has ballet classes on the weekends. Absolutely, absolutely. We We all support Trevor's uniqueness. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, The only thing sadder than McCain making his theme song a desperate plea for voters to just take a risk would be if he'd used the version from uh, Mamma Mia, the movie, Mm -hmm. which replaces melody with awkward pauses. Let's hear it. Honey. I'm still free. Take a chance on me. Sorry. We can't hear that, Colt. It's for the best. It's really for the best that you can't hear it. Is this Meryl? Uh, no, it was, um, oh, Julie Walters? Is Julie Walters in that? <laughs> sure, sure. It's somebody like Julie Walters. I think it was Skeet Ulrich. No, nope. nope. incorrect. Anyway, Team US, question number four is for you. Here is a clip 
of Britain's last remaining exportable asset, Adele, singing Rolling in the Deep. There's a fire starting in my heart, reaching a fever pitch, and it's bringing me out the dark. Okay, we've all heard this song 11 to billion times. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's, let's hear it twice. Yeah. Uh, which U.S. politician used this song on their campaign trail, much to the artist's chagrin? Uh, Yeezy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I be. guess we don't have to buzz in. No, you don't. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, did we did we say which uh, was it a Republican or uh, I'm assuming it, yeah, never mind. It has to be a Republican. Yeah, uh, they're never unhappy when it's not a Republican. I would. I I mean, would Trump be too obvious? Yeah, I think it. Let's uh, Rubio. I was going to say Mark Rubio. Yeah, yeah. That's a good the one. answer was Donald Trump. No! So close, guys. He is apparently a super fan of, uh, of Adele. No, he's not. Uh, Trump exited the stage of his town hall meetings uh, to Rolling in the Deep. He also played Skyfall when entering the rally via no. helicopter. Yeah. No! Which is totally what, a thing that someone who's not a dick would do. What significance is the phrase rolling in the deep? By the way, have... what's the fucking significance of ending all of his speeches now with you can't always get what you want? Which is what he's <laughs> literally doing. He's going off-roading in an incredible way that's going to make a really great, thick novel that you can get at oh, Costco in about two years. I can't, wait, two years. I can't I wait for this wait. book! Like, if you're, if you're being... Regularly accused of sexual assault. Don't have your song be "You can't always get what you want." Yeah, but sometimes you just take it. Sometimes you, know? you just grab it. I mean, it. it would only be better if he like got the ghost of Elvis Presley to co-run with him, and it would just be taking care of business. <laughs> Bacon. If yes. tr- if Trump was going to use a Bond theme, surely it should be Octopussy. You would think. <laughs> you would think. Um, how much are you laughing at us in Europe right now? Be honest. After Brexit. Yeah. Absolutely not at all. No. Really? Yeah, we're keeping our heads yeah. down. Yeah, no, wow. we, we, we've been laughing at you for Take years and years and oh, yeah. years and years. <laughs> and so now, years. oh, we're just as awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great unifier. <laughs> uh, congratulations, world. Uh, a representative for Adele said the artist did not give permission for the use of her music, although, to be fair, it is Trump. He is not a get-permission kind of a guy, Ooh. generally. Ooh. <laughs> Elaborate. Um, yeah. <laughs> Why does he love this song? Maybe it's the line about having her lover's heart inside your hand, while Trump himself famously boasts about having his tiny hand inside wherever he likes. <laughs> oh, boy. oh, boy. All right. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. It's the end of that round. Hold on. You know what? I'm going to read this because now Adele is outspoken about her liberal views. She once called uh, Prime Minister David Cameron a Wally. I don't understand British slang. I figure that's a little milder than cunt, right? It, it's, it's sort of douche level. Okay. Mm. Okay. That's cool. How is it spelled? W A L L Y. Okay. Mm. Wally. I was just spelling like the robot. Oh, Wally. Oh, Wally. <laughs> no, no, he's... She's a big Pixar fan. Yeah. But then aren't we all? I uh, I delivered the C word uh, much worse than you've been doing Wheezy. Yeezy. Wheezy? <laughs> Wheezy. Wheezy from the Jeffersons. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I've lost it. Uh, okay, at the end of round two, the scores are as follows. The U.S. has five. The U.K. has ten. Ah! I love points. Jeez. Oh, well. <laughs> well done. It was good while it lasted. Uh, was yeah. it, though? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Not a bit. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with our final round. I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host the weekly comedy podcast, One Bad Mother. We celebrate our moments of parenting genius. As well as our failures. Just like, we're going to have hot dogs. And I'm like, no, we're having fun. Everybody loves hot dogs. 
Yeah. And it just like smashes that thing right on my chest. And then I'm just uh, crying in the middle of like kid space yeah. while people are like literally dancing with their children. Parenting can be sad and painfully funny at the same time. So join us each week as we admit that this is hard, but we're getting really good at it. Find us at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. Hey, welcome back. And so we go to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super duper hard. I see the beads of sweat on all y'all's brows. But I want you to know it's been as useless as expecting Brits to give a shit about anything now that the great British bake-off is over. Because the winner of the final round receives one million points. We got this. We got this. We'll we'll see about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, This round is an old favorite. It's called First World Problems. All our guests today are lucky enough to come from first world countries. Sophie, you know, is on the border. Uh, although Brexit and Donald Trump might just put an end to all of that. Am I right? Mm-hmm. I hope you're not. We might all want to move to Denmark. Uh, so now for what could be the last time, let's luxuriate together in some first world problems. Now, here's how it goes. We know that the world is currently a semi-terrible place. And it feels good to complain about fripperies and nonsense. But that also leads to feelings of guilt. Luckily, the Internet has found a solution to complaining about trivial crap. Tag it, hashtag first world problems, and everyone will think you're super self-aware. Now, but we know these people are really hurting inside, and I know your guests are helpful, creative people who could help these problem years come up with real solutions. So I'm going to read some genuinely real tweets that have been labeled with the hashtag first world problems for you to fix. For example, I was listening to In the Air tonight and arrived at my destination before the drum solo crying emoji, hashtag first world problems. So what advice would you give them? This is just a, this is just a, a practice. Anybody can do do the, uh, do the drum solo on your own face. On your own fucking face. Mm. Make it hurt. Leave a mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Team US, um, got some thoughts? Sit in the driveway like uh, a good old American creep and roll down the windows, blast it, invite neighbor children to drum solo with you and just create a drum circle. That's a okay. long tweet. <laughs> <laughs> that's a long tweet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but it's solid mm-hmm. advice. Yeah, solid I, advice. I would breathe. I would breathe. Yeah, I would, sure. you know, yeah, yeah. make it succinct. I like it. Or just do it in your notes program, take a screenshot. Yeah. yeah. That's a classy move. Taylor Swift style. That's a yeah. classy move. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would, I would like to be removed from this narrative. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. Oh, get out of here, girl. Jesus That's Christ. the ultimate first world problem. Yes. Taylor Swift. Oh, boy. Okay, so you got the hang of it. Uh, I want you to give me as many practical solutions as you can to real life hashtag first world problems in two minutes. Just buzz in. I will decide which team has given the best advice at the end, and I will declare them the winner. Okay. Here we go. Two minutes starting now. Can't swipe phone properly because of a Band-Aid. My life is hard. Hashtag first world problems. Uh, bacon. bacon. Yeah. Realize that the internet should have made you ambidextrous by now. Yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> good. Team US got any? Hmm. Which is a masturbation joke, but that I don't know if that came across. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a thinker. That was a thinker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't mean yeah. to say came across. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Uh... Every time I go shopping, I think I'm out of aluminum foil. Now I have 12 rolls of aluminum foil. Good night, everybody. Hashtag first world problems. <laughs> oh, God. Bacon. Yes. Start believing in the Illuminati. <laughs> I should also say that rolls is spelled R-O-L-E-S. Uh, oh, no. Jesus? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Just make, you just have one less thing to get at Costco? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. 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 Love your life. All right, moving on. Uh, when you forget your Starbucks cup so you can't get a free refill. Hashtag first world problems. Offer to ye- Yeezy. Mm-hmm. Offer, <laughs> offer to Yeezy. To, <laughs> offer to Yeezy. 
Uh, <laughs> offer to stick your mouth underneath the um, faucet of the coffee yeah. like you would uh, a Froyo or a, a soda machine. Uh-huh. Um, and then just pay the price with a scorching hot mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A mouthful of seared flesh. Well, you get your free refill <laughs> in your mouth. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. My mom just told me that her breast implants are no longer under warranty. Hashtag first world problems. That is hashtag uh, first Jesus. world problematic in many ways. Oh boy, Jesus, uh-huh. uh, I can be your new stepdad. Okay, I'll be I'll be on the monitoring uh, duty for when that implodes. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, moving on. Been working out, so ask nanny if she noticed change yet. She said no. Clearly, I don't pay her enough to lie to me. Hashtag first world problem. Is this from a male or female? I don't know. Mm. Oh. I think it's a or male. Or the kid. Ooh. Yeah, it could be the kid. It could be a fucking 12-year-old. Bacon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, get get a personality? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably option? applicable to all of these. Yeah. <laughs> you, you said get and you paused and I was like, fucked? Uh, I got 100% on my DJ midterm, and I'm still pissed because it was a challenge, and I came in second place. Hashtag first world problems. Uh, Jesus? Yeah. Uh, sorry, Zach Efron, your movie still had the lowest grossing <laughs> oh, box office of all time. DJ midterms? DJ there midterms. are DJ terms? I just met somebody the other day who was taking a DJ course at a community college, and I wanted to walk <laughs> into the sea. I wanted oh. to end it all. Yeah, I kind of want to take Because that also, now. I knew that that career path is much more lucrative than what I'm doing. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I, I want to do this more. Let's, I'm adding a 30 seconds. All right. Am I the only one who gets distressed when you walk in a public bathroom and hear someone in a stall talking on her phone? Hashtag first world problems. Uh, Yeezy, uh, burst in and be a guest on their podcast. They're obviously <laughs> yeah. You know, always be hustling. You never know where you can network. Yeah. Do I have to do this for you? <laughs> okay, here's the, the last and the worst. I threw my e-cigarette out the window on the drive home from work today. Hashtag first world problems. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, Yeezus? Uh-huh. When it hit the ground, it made the new Skrillex single. Ooh. I like that. Oh, well, like every, every e-cig that gets thrown out the window that explodes upon impact is uh, gives a uh, Tupac hologram its wings. That's the clunky way <laughs> yeah. that I'm like going it. through that. I like it. I like it. <laughs> UK, what you got? What you got for the e-cigarette litterer? <laughs> Um, just start smoking again and be grateful that every one of those will take minutes off your life. Mm. Ooh, that's good. We are certainly grateful about that. All right. <laughs> that's the end of it. I'm declaring an end. Tallying the points. I'm mentally tallying the points. Guys, don't bother me. I'm mentally tallying the points. We've all made, hey, we've all made good ones. Hey, Dave. Hey, no, I asked you not to. No, hey, Dave. I, hey, I know I'm, I'm mentally tallying the points. <laughs> Did you not? Did you not? Okay, let me think about it for a minute. Okay, now I can hear you. I can hear you guys over there. You guys. You guys. Can Wait, you just where'd walk you get give that me bowl? a second? Walk. Can you give me a second just to tell you? Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. Do I have to leave it? Do I have to leave it? All right. Uh, that's enough. Team UK, you're the winner. Uh, <laughs> well, Team Europe. So, Team UK slash sort of Denmark slash so bacon. So it was. It was actually very close. <laughs> it was actually very close. If I had had a moment to concentrate, you might have oh, won. I, I don't know. <laughs> damn it. Okay. Now, before we finish, do you guys have anything that you would like to plug and then to offset the ego karma, something else that someone else did that you are currently loving that you want our, uh, our listeners to know about Julia Prescott? We will begin with you. Uh, so to plug for myself, I have my Simpsons theme podcast, Everything's Coming Up podcast. Um, and I also just started 
running a weekly comedy show in L.A. at the Whole Foods in Pasadena. Stop so, your mouth. Are you uh, serious? Yeah, it's in the bar upstairs, Dave. What? <laughs> you should come by. Uh, free free parking, free <laughs> comedy, last, free samples. The last comedy-free space in Absolutely. Los Angeles has been it's occupied. It's us and laundromats. Um, and even then, even then. No, there are laundromat shows. I know, I know. And it's not the weirdest place I've done comedy. Um, <laughs> so that's what I want to plug. And then something else that I want to uh, plug, someone else... Uh, if you guys like good podcasts about chain restaurants, my favorite uh, podcast currently is the Doughboys podcast, besides this podcast, of course, well, Dave. Okay. Um, but all October, uh, they're doing Rock Lobster Fest, where they just go to Red Lobster yeah. every week and review their meals. It's the comedians <laughs> Nick Weiger and Mike Mitchell, and it's fantastic. Awesome. Come mm-hmm. in. Rob Fee. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Rob Fee, and you'll find everything I'm doing from there. Uh-huh. Um plug that I would like to make is uh, I'm sure you've heard it is uh, Jack Garrett is on tour right now uh-huh, his yeah. new album is fantastic and yeah. wonderful um, and then the other tour that you have to get and the album is Mr. Wives Mr. I Wives what that is look up Mr. Wives they're my favorite right now they're fantastic wonderful and go listen to them okay oh, done I also, I also just saw the movie Moonlight and oh it my was god is incredible. it amazing incredible oh that's all I will say out of this incredible world. yeah, yeah. Just absolutely mm-hmm. transported me. Ooh. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Tom Tuck, what you got? Uh, doing an all-night uh, American election gig um, uh, in London at the Bethnal Green Working Men's Club, for anyone who oh is in God. London. Um, I, don't, I don't know what time it starts, like 9pm sure. or something, and literally all night. The third one in a row we've done. Done two, two UK oh, ones. What do you do? Um... Last time, a little bit of speed at 2 a.m. to get me through. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Whatever works. Um, but it's, um, I, I, uh, I'm the Dimble Being um, uh-huh. uh, hosting panel uh, with comedians and experts. And then yeah. little people doing bits. And someone's definitely doing a, a dance, interpretive right. dance. Of, <laughs> she hasn't told me precisely what, but she says it's going to be an election dance. Great. Um, and yeah, uh, Josie Long, uh, Tez Ilias, Ahir Shah, um, and many, many more. Great. Many International Waters favorites. Go to that show. Uh, okay, so what, do you, what did somebody else do that you like? Um, it's not all about you, Tom the, Tuck. The real, the, you know, the, whether he gets it or not, Bob Dylan should the uh, Nobel uh, laureate. Um, uh-huh. So listen to uh, Bob Dylan... Uh, um, uh, bootleg series volumes one through three, which is a box set you can buy as three CDs or just on Spotify. Sure. Okay. Bob Thank Dylan you. getting getting a plug, getting a much needed <laughs> plug. I've heard about him. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Sophie, I want to know more. about you? Yeah, I I have a podcast called the Made of Human Podcast, which is just me talking to guests about the fact that none of us know how to function as human beings, and I'm also on tour uh, of the UK and uh, Denmark in February and I'll be performing in London all of that sophiegan.com for all my gigs um, but if you go to YouTube and you search for Adam Hess and then I think it's called Salmon mm-hmm. uh, that's a, a very great comedian over here who's so funny he's so ridiculously funny and he just put his whole show up on YouTube for free and yeah. it's really really good and I and this is like I mean I thought this was going to be a weird one but then uh, Tom said Bob Dylan. So I saw Mike Babiglia's <laughs> film, Don't Think yeah. Twice, and it's oh, how so good. good. Mm-hmm. Everyone's seen that now, but if you haven't, see it, because it's really, really good. It is. It's fantastic. Thank you, guys. Uh, I'm Dave Holmes. I'm on Twitter, at Dave Holmes. 
My Book Party of One is in stores now and on Amazon and all that stuff. And I would like to recommend uh, the uh, Jimmy Fowley uh, has done a series of videos where um, where he and another guy whose name escapes me uh, edit themselves into episodes of Finding Prince Charming, which is the gay bachelor on Logo, which is the most <laughs> lifeless, <laughs> grim. I can't wait. Fucking exercise of a show, uh, but they like they, they edit themselves into it much like Molly Hawkey did with the with the Bachelor, mm-hmm. and it is it is ten times better than the show itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is very very funny. Uh, just search for um, search for Jimmy Fowley on YouTube, and you can thank me later. All right, Rob Fee, Julia Prescott, Sophie Hagen, Tom Tuck. Thank you all for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones? Thank you for listening. We will see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Rob Fee, Julia Prescott, Sophie Hagen, and Tom Tuck. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Lady Tron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. Thank you also to Bridget Delaroche, Not Manos, Doc Caligari, and Kangarooting for the five-star reviews on iTunes. We really appreciate it. If you haven't already left us a review, why not do it now? It feels good. Uh, the show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Sarah Morgan and Riley Silverman. Our producers are Jennifer Marmer, Christian Duenas, and Colin Anderson, who is leaving us for Pastures New. Thank you so much for everything you do, Colin Anderson. It has been a pleasure. Best of luck in your new venture. Goodbye, everybody. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.